0: Uh, through our app and um, if you can't make it to service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh so season into god's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh give the website and on our app uh Givlify. shall we pray oh gracious father in heaven we thank you again for another chance lord, to come and listen and hear your word thank you for last week lord and thank you for May you have your presence, your peace and power Lord, to get through what we had to go through last week. We don't take it for granted, Lord, that we owe you, thank you and praise for what you've done. Oh, God, we love you. We praise you. We magnify you right now. Bless those under the sound of my voice, Lord. Give them peace where there is struggle. Give them comfort, Lord, where there may be confusion, Lord. and Help those under the sound of my voice, but realize that there is no better way than living with, than living with Jesus Christ. Oh God, we love you. We praise you because you bless this weak feeble servant that I am. Give me strength from on high, Lord, grace and power to say a word to be a blessing to someone today. My Lord, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you once again with a few minutes with Pastor Mac this sunday morning the last of uh, october you're really going by quickly october uh, 2022 again glad to be with you uh in the book of proverbs uh, chapter 23 uh verses 17 through 18 uh, will be where we will lay our foundational text for this morning uh, again we will Keeping on in the series, hope to lean on, and uh, Proverbs twenty three seventeen through eighteen, and I'll uh, be reading the CSB translation, uh, whatever translation you have. We ask that you follow along. Next week, I'll give you this information: Psalms number seventy one fourteen, Psalm uh, number seventy one uh, verse fourteen uh, would be next week's uh, text. Um, But the Lord says the same. Um, My grandmother says the Lord tarries coming and the creek don't rise. Um, We'll be there next Sunday. But this week, Proverbs chapter 23. uh, Don't let your heart envy sinners. Instead, always fear the Lord. For then you will have a future and your hope will not be dashed. The grass withers and the flower fades away. But the word of our God shall stand for ever. i just want to tag this text this morning. Tell the Lord, thank you. Tell the Lord, thank you. Uh, a man wanted to learn to play golf and took a trip to the driving range to, prep, to practice his desired hobby. That little white ball was really doing a number on this guy, the newbie, and making him quite embarrassed six times in a row, the first time I swung and missed the ball. He thought to himself, now this game provides a lot of exercise, but I don't have any idea what that white ball is here for. A lot of us are involved in endless activity, not hitting a thing because we are not living with focus. We are busy and getting a lot of exercise, moving through life, but our lives are not coming into contact with the goals God has for us. These two verses this morning deal and talk about focus. We either focus on people, places, or things, in this case, Solomon mentioned sinners, or we focus on the Lord. Life really is all about Focus, where are you headed? What are you aiming for? What are you looking at? Is either physical or spiritual, temporal or eternal, earthly or heavenly. And every day it's our choice. What we focus on, what we allow to take up space in our minds and, 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 and take up room in our hearts. It's up to us. It's a choice every day. And I tell someone right now that keeping our focus on him will definitely help us put everything else in perspective. When we keep our focus on Jesus, helps to keep everything else in balance, in place, because he should be the main focus. I'm talking to the Christians now. Of those who've been blood bought and redeemed. In the text, King Solomon says that don't envy a sinner, verse 17. Let's look at that. First, he said, uh, point one, what not to do. This is what you don't do. Don't let your heart envy sinners, meaning don't hate on sinners. And he just specified this crowd. Uh, because Solomon wanted to specify that sometimes as Christians we get caught up in seeing what other people have and what other people are doing, and we sometimes lose focus on what we should and don't let it turn out to be a sinner, let alone Christians. And I put a parenthetical pause? I'm not trying to help Brother Solomon out here, but the Bible does say don't envy, and that just means everybody. But we have a problem as human. As our nature, that envy—a feeling of ill will, ranging even to anger, based on perceived advantage—it will encapsulate and encapsulate our minds and our spirit. Oh, we got to be careful with that—that—that—that that, that, that spirit of envy. That envy. Solomon's command is readers not to be envious of what others have. You specify a here, but I just say everybody. Uh, be content. The Bible says what you have. Be content in all things. A uh, person is envious for what others have. It indicates that he is not content with what he has. That's spirit that spirit that allows us to go and gravitate. The enemy will use that to take us to other places that we don't want to go also indicates that his focus is not on the Lord, but it's on the things of the world. And the particular things that others possess that he does not possess. Envy is a common trait of fallen man, the nature. We have all been envious. and As I'm speaking now, perhaps somebody in this room still is. You got to be careful. Can I put another period parenthetical pause right here? Say sometimes churches get envious. We get envious of one another. Another church is prospering, so we thinking we start thinking we ought to be doing like them. They are we. I wish we had. I, we ought to do like them. They ought to. We ought to be over there. <laughs> envious instead of working where you are to be spending energy, putting energy into something that you have no control over, but you have control over what you do. You have control over your behavior, your actions, your activity. Solomon said, don't envy, specifically, sinner. You got to be envious of them for They may be successful now, but until they know Jesus, they're headed for damnation and hell. (laughs) You don't want that for us. Envy leads to many other forms of sin. You end up trying to attain what others have that you don't have. May start having to do some things that you didn't, you know, want to do. You have to act act a little strange for some change. I do a little prance and dance for some romance. You got to do a little cheating, stealing here. You got to do some things that you may not be proud of because envy causes us leads to many other forms of sin got to be careful. You didn't mean to do that, but you saw somebody else with it, so you had to go and and get it. Now, your finances, your budget all jacked up because you couldn't afford it, but they had it, so you wanted what they have, so you went trying to get it. Now, you're in church talking about the devil is attacking my father. No, you didn't couldn't afford it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. leads to all kinds of things. Church, church got something going on until so you go. And you find out it really ain't gonna so you try to come back, and then you're back and forth, and now you're missing all that time in growth and spiritual discipleship. Because envy causes you to behave in a different world. James three sixteen said, For where envy and the strife is there is confusion in every evil work. Solomon said, don't be envious of sinners. Then, secondly, Solomon said, what to do? He told you what do not, what not to do. He said, what to do? 17b, instead, do this, always fear the Lord. Oh, my brothers and sisters, instead of envying sinners, you're commanded to be in the fear of God all day long. And that fear brings focus, because now you're focused on what you should not be doing and what you should be doing because you are fearing god one would think that the opposite of envying a sinner would be have a better attitude towards the sinner no no solomon wants us together in our minds the opposite of envy is to fear the lord well, can I put this in? This may be a McClendonism, but I just believe if you focus focusing on Jesus, focus on the Lord, it will take care of a whole lot of stuff. Just not envy that may creep into your heart. It, it'll it take care of a whole lot of things you thought you were going to do. that You may be tempted to do that. The devil, the enemy will come in and try to capture your mind to do. But fear the Lord focusing on him. And I discovered that when you start fearing God and focusing on him, give all your attention to the Lord fearing him, not not a scared fear, but a reverential fear That, that you understand who he is and what he can do. Yes, reason we envy sinners prosper in the world is because we're focusing our attention on them and what they have and how well they are. But we focus on the Lord. Keep him in the forefront of our thinking. That means he's going to guide our footsteps. That means we'll be walking in godly fear of who he is. And I don't know about some of you, but We need a whole lot of fear today. That fear that brings a lot of praise because you recognize who he is. Thank the Lord for all he's done. That's why we got to thank the Lord and tell him thank you. Because he didn't have to be so kind and he didn't have to be so good. But we ought to every day focus on him and keep him at the top of our minds. Because when our eyes are upon the Lord, we will not be so concerned about the wicked world and about the wicked people in the world and how they live. We'll be more concerned about the Lord and how he would have us to live when the last time you said thank you lord for blessing me thank you lord for keeping me in every waking moment of our lives must be guided by the reality that god is great and stuff is not great that god is great and acclaim is not great god is great and positions and titles are not great. Uh, but you got to understand uh, that God's way may take longer, but it always ends better. Uh, and then lastly, unless I hold you too long, uh, Solomon says, why? Why do I need to give him all this attention? Why do I need to... Uh, honor him every day of my life. Why do I need to participate in praise and worship when I think about him and all he's done for me? Solomon says, why? And I'll tell you what he says. He says the hope, expectation, things hoped for, ground of hope. A confidence in regard to a good and beneficial future, uh, anticipation of good in the future. Uh, well, well, Pastor Mac, uh, I got a whole lot of things going on in my life. Uh, right now, uh, it's a whole lot of ups. And a whole lot of downs, a whole lot of highs and a whole lot of lows. But what Solomon says is that despite what you're going through right now, there is some hope. some expectation of a good thing happening in the future. You don't know when and you don't know where, but just keep on praising him. Keep on worshiping him. Keep on letting the world know that I'm a child of the king. We got hope as the people of God that we can look forward to with greater expectation they gonna get theirs if they never come to the knowledge of jesus it's gonna happen to them but what we got is a ground assurance is that whatever the lord wants for us is already done he's gonna work it out for us one of these old days, and the text just gives us confidence in knowing that the things we are expecting from God will happen. Tell the Lord, thank you, because he's done so much. You might not see it now, and you might not know when, but say, thank you, Lord, You've been good to me. Thank you, Lord. You made a way out of nowhere. Thank you, Lord. You brought me out and I didn't deserve it. Thank you, Lord. We sometimes have a tendency to forget where all our blessings come from. Tell him he's the right one for you. Tell him he's He's done a good thing in your life. Tell him he can work it out. Yeah, just give him a try. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Often read scripture. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and the future he will. Yes, he will handle all our problems, he will, yes. Can I tell you again, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy lean on Jesus name. On a Friday night, they marched him up Calvary's Hill, nailed him on a old rugged cross, and he died. He died. He died to the earth. Shook like a drunk man, the moon dripped away in blood, the sun stopped shining, because the S-O-N was shining, he died, till the soldier said, surely, surely, this must be the Son of God. They took him off that cross, laid him in a borrowed tomb, and he stayed there all night, Friday night, stayed there all day, Saturday and Saturday night. But the reason why we can tell the Lord, thank you, the reason why we can say, bless his name, for all he's done, for all he's brought us through, for where we were to where we are now, The reason why I can say hallelujah Is that early, early, early Sunday morning he rose from the grave With all power in his hand Can I tell you one more thing? Be not dismayed the invitation like, is extended now If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins If you would like to get to know him better uh, and Get saved, allow him to come into your life Simply say this prayer Jesus, I need you in my life I believe you died and rose again on the third day I trust you to control my life And to enhance my future If you said that prayer uh, It's as simple as A-B-C accept believe and commit if you did that we would love to hear from you you may contact us through our email getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in christ we love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said. It'll be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust Him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County Line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the lord god bless you and we'll see you next week pastor mac out